0: Joe Flacco. You
1: wanna my living room, What's up, everybody? Welcome back to End of Regulation Sports and Entertainment. It's your boy, Tommy Lasagna. I'm in studio tonight with Harry Chest Grimes. We're riding solo dolo tonight as our uh, other co hoster are... Where are they this week, Harrison?
2: Our, uh, our companions are, are in the countryside of Colombia, Bogota. Doing okay, though, I think. We still got comms up, so they haven't been kidnapped yet or anything like that. So, uh, you know, got, got them in our thoughts and prayers.
1: Yeah, they, uh, they actually set out to cleanse the entire country of cocaine. So, uh, best of luck in their humanitarian efforts. And, uh, you know, we wish them the best. But uh, we'd like to welcome our listeners back to another week. This is episode 28, I want to say. And uh, rather than, you know, picking all the ins and outs, Grimes and I are just going to tackle Vegas and give you all the picks into this upcoming week. Uh, We're going to dabble into a little bit of what happened this week Um, the big games, big storylines. And we have a slate of picks. That are guaranteed, maybe, or maybe not. Hopefully they're guaranteed to hit. And uh, we're going to touch a little bit on an NBA preview. And as always, we'll close with a buzzer beater or two. So uh, I guess without further ado, let's just get into it, Grimes. Let's do it, man. Let's
2: do it. Let's go right to your, uh, let's go to last night's game. Kansas City and New England, probably the game of the week, no doubt about it. Uh, 43-40. Steven Gostowski with the game winner, you know, just like clockwork. That guy is automatic. Uh, But let me hear your thoughts, man. What do you think of the game?
1: Uh, Well, first off, I think it fully asserts New England back on top of the AFC. Everybody's, you know, month-long freak out of, is Tom Brady old? Is he he losing it? Uh, Everybody who said that can go suck my dick. Uh, Brady's here. He's here to stay. Um, And, you know, all jokes aside – I'm a little surprised that Pat Mahomes did what he did in New England. Uh, the The second-half comeback, I think they had 31 second-half points, which for a rookie, and considering, you know, the whatever, 0-24 prior record of all these rookies coming into New England, he gave it everything down to the last second. Unfortunately, he gave Brady just a little too much time to, you know, go out and do what Brady does. Uh, but, you know, I... <laughs> I I don't know if I still fully trust my Patriots in a playoff game. If we have to go to Kansas City and do that again, I'm not sure mm-hmm. we can pull it off.
2: Yeah, I, I got to agree with you, man. It's you know, you can have, you know, everyone knows defense wins championships, right? So, you know, obviously their offense looks really really good right now. I I I was going to talk about this later. I'll bring it up right now. Sony Michel and James White might be the best tandem running back. Uh, squad in the NFL. Um, if you really look around, like you look at like Fernette and T.J. Elden. Fournette's never healthy, so that squashes that. Uh, Sony Michelle is a, a legitimate running back, man. He's gonna, you know, I know New England always kind of just runs through uh, running backs and then dishes them out to to another team when when they're all done and washed up or whatever you want to call it over their prime. Um, but man, Sonny Michelle, he looks he looks very very legit in that offense. Uh, and then James White's the perfect compliment, you know, being able to. To pretty much catch everything that comes his way, um, I, that that offense with with Jules back and with uh, when and Flash Gordon, you know, doing his thing, opens up a lot of opportunity for Gronk. Now opens up a lot of opportunity for Chris Hogan, and I, it, it's going to be a tough offense to stop for anybody. Uh, that's that's a pretty obvious statement, but um, it, it's tough. It's tough, man. You know, to put to put up points like that in every game is not going to be easy. But you know, you got to have faith uh, in in Belichick and Brady, right?
1: Of course. Definitely. I mean, I'll never I'll never doubt Belichick even if if I disagree with something, you know, he yeah. he's a lot smarter than me. So, anyways, moving yeah. on, uh one team that kind of surprised me a lot this week too was the Dallas Cowboys and their fucking beatdown of the Jacksonville Jaguars.
2: So, quick question, is this more of a like Dallas is better than people thought? or is this the Jaguars just kind of spiraling a little bit out of control?
1: Uh I I'll I'll get into the whole Dallas situation later, but I think there's something wrong right now with this Jacksonville defense because they held a few weeks ago, you know, New England went down there and that was, you know, when we didn't have Julian Edelman or Gordon um and, and Michelle still wasn't really healthy yet and they you know they shut us out and they were the talk of the town. And all of a sudden, now they're fucking—they're three and three, and they've given up a combined seventy points over the last two weeks. And you know, granted, one of those games was 30, 30 points to the Chiefs. But then they come out and they let Dak Prescott and Zeke Elliott just drag their dicks all over them for four quarters, for, for lack of a better term. I mean, especially with uh, you know Ramsey's comments at the beginning of the year. And he didn't really trash Dak, but he didn't really have anything good to say. He said he was okay. And what did he say? He, the whole yeah, thing right. involved around yeah. Zeke. And when you look at. Sorry, what was that? I would just say, I think he said he was all right. I think he kind of just left it at that. Yeah. He, I mean, he didn't like trash him, but he didn't give him praise. And then Dak goes out last night and completes like 65% of his passes uh, for 183 yards, a uh, passing touchdown, and a rushing touchdown to add to that. And I yeah, you know, to Jalen's point, he was right. The offense does run through Zeke and Zeke went for a hundred yards and a touchdown too. And given, you know, the, the personnel and the caliber of this defense, I don't know what's going on right now. Um I don't I don't think you can turn to Blake Bortles and expect him to no, win you games. No. And you're not gonna win any games when you're giving up forty points.
2: Yeah, uh I- I totally agree. I i totally agree. And and I I think this is a problem the Jags have a, you know, big, big problems in facing them. If you look at their defense on paper, they're great, right? We saw what they did in the first three games. Jan Ramsey Ramsey ran his mouth and, and now it's kind of coming back to bite him in the ass. I don't know if you saw the postgame interview with him, but he barely said a word. They were saying, you know, what do you think about Cold Cole Beasley's performance? He just goes, I don't know And then they and then and all this stuff. All he would say is I don't know. I don't know. Um and so this is they got to figure something out. And you're totally right, man. No Fournette without Fournette, their offense is is trash.
1: Oh yeah, for you sure. know
2: they've got they've got uh, Bortles who you know let's let's put him in the average cor- uh, quarterback category. But then they got like D.D. Westbrook is really their only receiver. Uh, Dante, uh, yeah, Dante Moncrief, kind of good receiver, not a great receiver. Not going to really be you know he's not going to affect your offense all that much. Um, and and so I, I don't know, man. I. You know, I think preseason we were all talking about the Jags being so legit, uh, but now that we know that their defense isn't up to snuff um, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's scheme or I don't know if it's personnel because the personnel seems to be there, uh, you know, they they got a lot of stuff to figure out. Um but not to take anything away from the Cowboys, that's a sick game. You know, putting up 40 points on them with zero wide receivers also. Yeah, uh, right. Cole Beasley Cole, Cole Beasley is is a is a, he's a monster, dude. I couldn't believe the game he had.
1: Unbelievable. Yeah. He's uh he's my little fantasy dark horse. I love love Cole Beasley, mm. that little rap Whew. fuck. He can he can dude, move. He, he can rap, he can receive, he can do it all, man. Yeah, but uh anyways, with the with the Chiefs losing this week, that leaves us with one undefeated team and the Los Angeles yep. Rams, who yep. seem to have resurrected the greatest show on turf. So what do you Absolutely. think about the Rams? Are they going to go undefeated? Can anybody stop this team?
2: Well, you know, a couple games to look at on the schedule coming up. You know, we got everyone's going to be talking about who's going to be the team to knock them off or knock them off their, their high horse. Uh, you know, they're going to New Orleans at November 4th. That game is always going to pose a threat. Drew Brees is the magic man. Uh, one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever lace him up. Um, and, and their offense was prolific as well. Maybe not to the same extent as L.A. I will say, though, I don't know if you saw these reports. Cooper Cup right now is week to week with, with an injury. I think it was an, an ankle injury, right, in that last game? Yep. Um, after just clearing the concussion protocol. So he's a little beat up. And without him in the lineup, lets people focus a little bit more on Brandon Cooks. Uh, obviously, Robert Woods has been playing great football Um you know but we'll see we'll see how that affects them and then you know a couple other games i, I wanted to mention before we uh, get into our picks for the week uh, is they're going to be playing Kansas City that's going to be at home november 19th that's going to be a great game um, i think everyone's got that one circled on their calendars as a, as a must watch game sure. i'm probably going to have to i don't know if that that's probably going to be a primetime game uh, if not i'm going to have to hop off of red zone and actually act, actually watch the full coverage of that and then december 9th uh, they, they go they play chicago at home also and after losing to the Dolphins, I'm not so hot on the on the Chicago Bears, man. I thought that defense was is nasty, don't get me wrong, but if Brock Osweiler's putting up that kind of a game on you, you know, you got some problems yourself. Um uh so so we'll see how they rebound next week, but you know, it's not it's never good when Brock Osweiler goes off on you.
1: No, yeah. I mean, he's he's sort of just been passed around from team to team. Uh and there was
2: But maybe that, like, but maybe I mean, you know, Mean Shakes have, have given Ryan Tannehill all the shit in the world. Maybe there's going to be a little quarterback controversy popping up in Miami, right?
1: You have to, you have to at least, yeah. I mean, specu- if, speculate that that's going to happen, especially if Tannehill is going to just continue to have these. I don't even know what's wrong with him. Was it his shoulder or, or what? I, I, I have no idea. No, but, no clue. Yeah, I mean, but regardless, if he, if he's going to have issues staying healthy, then you ride the hot hand, especially against or or given. What Brock Osweiler just did to one of the better defenses yeah. in the league. Um, Absolutely. I guess. Uh, I, I guess on that note, we can just carry on into our picks. Um, given Let's do it. the Chicago Bears are all over our board on on both our our boards, I should say. So uh, why don't you lead it off?
2: Yeah, uh, I'll start. I'll start with this pick. I do want to review my picks from last week because I have a special shout out coming up. But I'll, I'll hold off for a second. Uh, I think our lock agreement or our lock of the week is going to be New England minus three and a half points against Chicago. We just saw what Miami's offense did to the Chicago defense. Uh, granted, this is in Chicago, and I don't know what the weather's going to be like. That's all you know. Those are all you know variables to consider. Um, you got to like New England's offense right now. They're they're going full t- full torque. Uh, and you, and you gotta like what you saw against Kansas City's defense, which is a really shit defense. Don't get me, don't get it twisted, and do not compare them to Chicago. But yeah, that lock of the week, um, you know, minus two and a half. Sony Michelle have a big game. I think I think Josh Gordon. I'm waiting for him to have his breakout game. Man, it's yeah, coming.
1: No, I mean that's that's just the thing. Like there's so many weapons, and they they sort of have an answer for every defensive scheme when they're healthy. The Pats have an answer for every defensive scheme that you throw at them. So uh, it's tough to say week to week who's going to be the guy in New England, just because any given week it can be, you know, the plethora of players we already named. But I I, I think the Patriots are catching stride, and three, three and a half is it should be you know it it'll move to five or six by Sunday. Yeah, I promise. You.
2: That's cer- that's cer- that's certainly one to to lock in uh, early, like as soon as possible.
1: All right. Well, uh, I didn't mean to hop over your stuff from last week, so I know, I know you got. I just, puff, I just puff wanted to. Chest I, just, bit.
2: I just wanted to. I just wanted to puff the chest a little bit. So uh, to, all, to all those listeners, you know, who, who gamble in sports, uh, maybe people who are on the fence about it and, and are considering it, just follow me to the promised land, baby. Just follow me. Uh, I went two and zero last week. That pushes my my season total to seven and one. Atlanta covered by .5 over Tampa Bay, which was not a bet that I would, you know, whenever a team barely covers, that's not necessarily a good bet. You want you want them to actually blow it out. Um, like, taking the over in the New England game would have been, like, a good bet in my mind. However, um, Houston also covered by, they were only one-point favorites against, uh, against the Bills, but they covered by, I think they covered by six uh, points. Uh, thank you. And this is where my shadow has to come, and, and I'm so glad that, that it happened because it, they would not have covered had Josh Allen injured his hand. Uh, but Nathan Peterman, man, came in the game, and he showed the whole world what he's all about. I cannot Ooh. believe this guy's still on an active roster. He comes in, he throws a touchdown to tie the game up, and then they get the ball. Bills get the ball back, and he threw two picks. One was a pick six to take the, for Houston to take the lead, and that's what ultimately covered. But this guy, man, I cannot believe he is on a roster. He <laughs> It it's on. Un- I think his. I looked up his career stats. He he's like forty five percent completion for two hundred something yards, two touchdowns, and seven interceptions. That is comically bad.
1: I th- I think he probably has a higher completion rate to the opposite team than he does to the, his own bill I, receivers.
2: I think he might. I really think he might. Uh, he single handedly lost in the game. I don't know what Sean McDermott sees in this guy. Oh, he he has this kind of like blind trust towards him. As you saw,
1: that's for sure.
2: It's blind as it's blind as a bat, man. Like you know, starting him over Tyrod last year, and then and then having him in the quarterback controversy this year. I think he actually did he start for the Bills this He's, year. I don't he think started, Josh Allen started, he started right week
1: one, and then he just yeah. yeah shit. That was the forty-seven to three loss to the the, the Ravens, and I think right. that that's probably his first and last career start.
2: Uh, you would have to, unless Josh Allen's injured. I guess uh, they might also have AJ McCarron. I don't know. I'd they could just well go Josh pick Allen up out there
1: and tell him to throw with his his not broken hand, broke or whatever, whatever. Yeah,
2: ex- whatever it is. I I totally agree. Anyways, that's that's my gloating for the week. Um, so that's, just to well let you know, done. I'm seven and one.
1: Well done. Um, I know you you hit on it briefly there. I was an advocate of the under sixty in the Patriots Kansas City game. And that bit me in the ass, and I've I've learned enough from that. So, uh, my first lock this week goes back to New England, but I'm taking the over in this New England Chicago game right now. It's at 46 and a half, and you know we've we've said our bet about the Patriots. They're going to score plenty of points. Uh, I I think that with the, with the way the Patriots defense has played all season, I think, and how Mitch Trubisky is playing right now, this should well go well over 46 and a half. Uh, the the last two games, Trubisky's had nine touchdowns, and I know that's a little skewed considering he threw six um, against Tampa Bay, who who just fired their defensive coordinator. So that tells you the state of you know that defense. But I mean, three touchdown passes this past weekend. He's looked good. Uh, I I think over forty six and a half is the move this weekend. Uh, lock it up. Mm-hmm.
2: I like that pick. Um, I'm gonna continue on. I got uh so I got four picks this week. This is I'm, we're getting a little, uh, you know, we're getting a little cocky. I think. Load the um, sheet. But let's, let's 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 just load the sheet, man. Uh, all right. So my next pick, I got uh, the London game this this week is gonna be the Chargers versus the Tennessee Titans uh, at Wembley Stadium. Um, I like the Chargers to cover the six and a half points that the, that the spreads at right now. Uh, I just think Tennessee has looked really inconsistent. Um, they are averaging right now. Their defense is letting up 123 rush yards per game on average, uh, and you, and you couple that with Melvin Gordon, who's been on one lately, dude. I think he had three touchdowns last week. Oh yeah, he looks he looks just as legit as any of the other running backs that came out of that class, like the Zeke Elliotts, like Leonard Fournette. Uh, so I, I expect him to keep going off. Um, the Chargers' offense looks good, and I think their defense is is a bit skeptical, but. That Tennessee offense doesn't really scare me, man. It really, really doesn't. I know they got some players, but Derrick Henry looks like shit. What a terrible pick on my part, by the way, for fantasy. Uh, and and I don't think like you know Deion Lewis or Corey Davis are enough to to take to keep up with the Chargers' pace on offense.
1: No, I I agree with you. Melvin Gordon has just been running over everyone in his path, and Mariota has just he hasn't really progressed much. Honestly, I know he suffered a pretty terrible injury, and that set him back. But he has weapons around him and he he just has really failed to utilize them. I like that pick. And you know, I uh, I'm leaning towards the under in that game, just you know, with the travel and all of that. But but um I'm 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 just leaning. I'm not gonna lock it up. Uh, but let's see here, what else do I got? Uh, this week I think I'm also gonna take Houston plus four and a half. Uh, they're traveling to Jacksonville who, as we hinted at, has been wildly inconsistent. Uh, And Houston has actually won three games in a row after a slow start. We talked about this, you know, almost, I feel like week in and week out, we're always talking about how Deshaun Watson is looking more and more uh, like the rookie Deshaun Watson we saw last year. And I just think that Houston has too many weapons against this defense that has just been exploited week in and week out. Uh, Also, another thing, Blake Bortles fucking sucks. That's all I have to say about him. Uh, I don't trust him to, even at home. I just don't trust him to hang with the likes of Deshaun Watson, uh, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, Will Fuller. I think Lamar Miller is dealing with some injury. He looks good.
2: He, he, but he looks better. Like I've always have. I'm always on the fence with Lamar. Like I always think he's got a little bit over the hill or whatever the case might be. But he looks he looks okay. Uh I think he looks
1: I think he's serviceable, let's put it that way. Right. Serviceable. I Enough like to that in, word. Yeah. And uh just uh one other guy I want to give a quick shout out to is uh rookie wide receiver, Kiki Kuti. Kute, I don't know how you say uh, it. Kuti.
2: Name. yeah, Kuti, man. He's, he's uh, unreal.
1: He's the new slot receiver for the Texans. Uh his first game this year, he had eleven receptions for hundred some yards, and he followed up with seven receptions and a touchdown in his second game it's quiet last week but look for him in the slot to continue to expose this jacks defense that's had a lot of trouble uh with these slot receivers over the last couple of weeks um all right moving on uh my
2: i think it's my lock of the week uh, uh, the, uh, barring that cooper cup does play it, it has some influence on this pick but uh i got la rams minus 10 and a half versus san francisco this is in san francisco However, until a team can prove that they can stop the LA Rams, I'm going to hammer them all day and all night. Uh, they cover spreads. They put up tons of offense. Todd Gurley is an absolute freak of nature, mm-hmm. and uh, I, li- I like that lock. Um, San uh, Fran, they're playing right now. Do you have an update on score? They're actually uh, they're hanging. They're hanging with Green Bay, even though Green Bay. You know, let's be real. Their their defense is nothing to uh, write home about.
1: Yeah, we got uh twenty one to twenty San Francisco, uh with five and a half left to go in the second quarter. So uh Okay. They're they're coming out in Lambeau and they're wow. they're by, by the with way Aaron Rodgers. By the way, that, that over
2: smashed in the first half, I guess. I, I don't know exactly what it was, but I can't imagine it was over fifty points.
1: Yeah, it's gotta be somewhere close to around there. Uh but I guess um, interesting. That that sort of leads into my next pick with the, the same game, the Niners and the Rams. Uh, especially with, you know, I never like betting the under against an offense like the Rams. And considering what the Niners have done this week, or I guess in this first half against Green Bay. I think I'm gonna take the under fifty three here. I the Green Bay's defense is shit regardless of what the Niners are doing tonight. And I just don't see this being a very high scoring game. And when you see these big, you know, double-digit spreads, it it kind of reminds me of Week Two, when the Vikings hosted Buffalo and Buffalo shit on them. That game was at ten and a half, um, and and the Vikings got blown out. And I kind of have a feeling that's where this is going to be right now. I I I don't know if they'll cover, but I like the under more so than anything else. I think I think the Niners are going to give the Rams trouble. Um... And, yeah, this could be a stupid pick, but I'm fading the Rams this week. It's an interesting pick. Okay.
2: Don't know if I love it, but, you know, it's okay. Agree to disagree. Um, all right, my last pick for this week is the Kansas City Chiefs minus six versus the Cincinnati Bengals. That's just a game in Arrowhead. The majority of the reason why I like this pick is because I just don't see Kansas City losing back-to-back weeks with the offense they have. Their defense is Has a lot of holes and a lot of injuries at that. Justin Houston, Eric Berry are out still, and it looks like they're going to continue to be out for at least another week. Um, But I I just don't think Cincinnati can keep up with Kansas City's offense. Uh, They're going to keep putting up 35 plus points a game. Um, You know, Cincinnati's defense isn't great. They're they're better than you know they're probably they're better than uh, New England's. I I would at least I think. Um, but I just don't see them would agree with that going, right losing back to back, especially going back to Arrowhead. Uh, I think six is a pretty fair spread, and, and I expect them to cover it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think with, like you mentioned, all those injuries and an offense with, you know, Joe Mixon, AJ Green, Tyler Boyd, I, I like the over here. I think I saw it at 57.5. I feel like right, yeah, but you're gonna have another similar game to what you saw this week with New England and Kansas City. But I, you know, I, I like the Kansas City pick at home. I, you know, I think with that home crowd behind them, they're gonna you know come up with a stop or a special teams play. And I, I don't think that Sensi has the backbone to to hang with them on the road, especially in a place like Arrowhead. Um. So I guess that brings us to my last uh, lock of the week. I'm taking the Washington Redskins, baby. Uh, they're one and a half point favorites at home against the Dallas Cowboys. And I mentioned this earlier. I think everybody is a little high right now on the Cowboys. Uh, now that you know Zeke has been getting his touches, been getting going, and you saw what Dak did. We already hinted at that last week um, to the Jags. But be, just because of that role and, and you know the the way that the Jaguars have been playing. I think that everyone's a little high right now on the Cowboys, and so I'm going to fade them, and I'm going to take the Skins at home. Um, They've already had two big wins at home this week, uh, or this year, excuse me, over the Panthers and the Packers, and their defense has actually been pretty stout. They're number 6th overall, and they're 6th in rushing defense, and that all starts with uh, the Bama boys up front, and fucking oh, what they got? Oh, the Ron a, uh, Payne and the Ron Payne. That's right. Yeah. Ah, I'm drawing a blank on the other dude, but he's also from Alabama. Um, and and you know they still have Ryan Kerrigan to, to man their defensive backfield. So I'm I'm gonna take the Skins, who they continue to get healthier uh, week in and week out. Uh, Adrian Peterson has looked good. He he he's brought sort of an attitude back to this offense that has been lacking as of late, and yeah fuck the Cowboys
2: yeah I can I'm gonna I like that pick I'm gonna ride I'm gonna ride that with you I think a lot of the public money is gonna go to Dallas too which I love you know how much I love going against the public so can't wait for that
1: that's what I mean everybody's gonna see them and oh they just beat the Jaguars take the skins be sharp like us all right well uh i guess if if you don't have any more nfl picks then i guess we'll we'll close it up for now and move on uh for all of you nba fans out there like me who i feel like we're far and few in between the nba starts tomorrow night the celtics and sixers are tipping off it's probably going to be the nationally televised game so i'm excited about that uh gordon hayward's back uh uh, I'm betting heavily that Joel Embiid's going to get injured just because I feel like he's due for an injury. And uh
2: Gordon Gordon Hayward
1: Gordon Hayward is back, yeah. I don't know if he's actually playing yet. I think Joel Embiid's No, no, no. I I
2: thought I thought Oh, 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 I got you. I thought you were saying. I thought you, <laughs> I thought you were saying that Gordon Hayward was, gonna, was due to get hurt. I was like, bro, uh, no. that's
1: fucking, that's ruthless. <laughs> no, I will. I will never forget where I was watching that game last year. Like, I was literally standing up an inch from my television, and on live TV, saw his ankle bone rupture. His his skin. That was ugh, yuck. If you haven't seen that injury, don't go looking for it. Uh, you'll puke and shit yourself at the same time. Just. Gruesome injury. But uh, anyways, there's nothing like a a few NBA preseason prop bets to put in. And so I guess we can start with who's going to be champs. And the nice thing about the NBA is that every year it's one of four teams. You don't even have to watch most of the season. Uh, And right now, the Golden State Warriors are obvious favorites at minus 200. Uh, that's coming off of Bovada's lines, um, but there are a couple other interesting ones. And you know, Grimes, I want to hear your thoughts on who you think might be able to pull this out.
2: Well, yeah, it's really like uh, it's really Golden State versus the field. Um, you, you gotta you gotta like Boston. Uh, you know, they got the full squad together. They got you know LeBron's out of the East. Um, you know, so in terms of like a value pick, because you can you can be that guy and put a couple hundred bucks down on Golden State for, you know, you know you're know you not going to really break the bank or, you know, you're not going to really win all that much yeah, on, on the no back side if they do win the championship. But, you know, Boston, they've got, they seem to have everything that you need to win a championship, right? Like They've got yeah. a pretty complete team, but at the same time, it's impossible when you're, when you're, like, stacking them up one versus the other. It's, you know, Golden State obviously just has the better team. Uh, you know that's that's not yeah. much of a hot take I know, but I, like Boston, Boston should make it to the finals. Let's put it that way. Uh, can they beat Golden State? That's to be seen. But if you put you know a hundred bucks down on Boston to win it all, uh, you know you got to like the chances at least make it to the to the finals, and then you got that opportunity to win five hundred dollars. So yeah, you know, no, I mean not not a bad pick.
1: Their their lineup is studded. If we can stay healthy, you know, Kyrie's back. Gordon Hayward's back. Al Horford. You saw last year the emergence of Jason Tatum, uh, yep. Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. Like you know, there's there's names there, and there's no doubt in my mind that with LeBron out of the East, uh, you know, we should win. I think uh, Toronto is at like plus six fifty uh, now that you know they have Kawhi and you know, Demar Derozan that whole squad. So I mean, they're going to be they're going to be interesting, but I think the Drake Curse is going to set in and drake is just gonna, you know, talk up toronto and they're going to lose just because every team drake touches burns <laughs> burns to yeah, shit.
2: Every uh, yeah, every team, every athlete, yeah. We saw it with McGregor last week or two weeks ago, whatever it was. Yeah, Another prime example. Um, um, yeah, and I just don't I just don't think they've got the the full depth to to hang with a team like Boston. No. Um, I, I
1: don't think so. Either. I don't
2: I don't I don't even know if they could if they'll be able to hang with Philly. You know, Philly's an interesting team, but they really only have three main guys, and then it kind of drops off, right?
1: Yeah, and they got um,
2: Embiid, Mark Keller Fultz. Who we don't even know. You know, he had a weird year last year. Apparently, he's fixed his jumper. So, you know, I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt until I actually see like a live regular season game where he's at. And then they got Ben Simmons, um, also.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I, I just don't think they have enough. And you saw that last year in the playoffs against Boston, an in, uh, uh, 80% Boston team, or not even, they didn't have Gordon Hayward or Kyrie, and we still took it in, I think it was five games. And so when we come back healthy, they're, I, I don't see them hanging. Uh, one, One interesting pick I think that you can't really ever count out is LeBron. And I think it's, in terms of a value pick, the Los Angeles Lakers at plus 1,000 to to win the NBA title is not a bad pick. And, you know, you look at that team, uh, apparently Lonzo Ball has figured his shit out. And he was the, the, the talk of the town because his last name is Ball. Um, but then you look at who else they have, like Kyle Kuzma, I thought, outshined him in almost every aspect of the game last season. Brandon. Nobody talks about Brandon Ingram. He's unbelievable. He's probably the best of the three young talents on that team, and he, he's got you know the probably the highest ceiling of the three. And then they have you know veteran presence like Lance Stevenson, who's a, you know that that gritty you know defensive first guy. You have Rajon Rondo, who's won championships and understands his role, and obviously you have LeBron. So I. I'm not counting the Lakers out, and I think plus a thousand is a, a great bet to throw a couple bucks on, and you know see what happens. I, I agree, and, and to that point, look, you know, well,
2: people. I, I think everyone understands it at this point. LeBron's gonna be the perfect kind of guy in that system to elevate those young players, right? Like for the last couple of years, those young players have pretty much been on an island by themselves. And and haven't been able to perform like they should, right? Not being able to reach their their potential. So you got to imagine having someone like LeBron will will elevate their game, uh, the way that they practice, the way that they prep, all those things. So you know, I I think it's I think you know there's really good value in it, and it's you know like you said, if you throw a couple bucks at it, see what happens. You know, you know that's
1: that's the uh, the wonderful world of betting. Yeah, but uh, I guess I guess moving on from that, the favorite right now to win MVP is none other than LeBron. Which, if you look at him in terms of that like facilitator role, like I think he's going to take, it's not a great MVP bet just because when you look at MVP, it's you know who's who's scoring the most points, who is you know the the big superstar night in and night out, um and for that reason, I like James Harden. I I think he's he's still the guy. He's still going to continue to put up thirty forty points a night. And he's listed at plus six fifty, um, coming, coming off a reigning MVP, if I'm not mistaken. So the the fact that he hasn't been thrown around more in that discussion really makes me like his his odds there. Um, another another kind of shot in the dark here that I'm gonna roll with is Donovan Mitchell. Uh, you know how big yeah, we all were on him. And when you're talking about MVP in terms of the most important guy for your team, as a rookie last year, he single-handedly brought the Jazz to the playoffs. And now that he has a year of experience under his belt, uh, and, you know, the, the, the team's sort of going to lean on him more and more, I, I don't see anything wrong with throwing, like, two or three bucks on Donovan Mitchell, and, you know, we'll see what happens come right. next June. You gotta you gotta diversify the portfolio out there, right? That's right. Can't can't
2: put all your eggs in one basket. That's right, um, dude. One that one that I that I like just because I think it's going to be a great role player in, in the system that Brad Stevens is going to put together is Kyrie at, at plus fifteen hundred. Um, you know, we all know what Kyrie's capable of. The only asterisk that I would put on it is his ability to stay healthy has always been a problem throughout his career, right?
1: Yeah, his, um, his knees are like already broken.
2: Yeah, his knee, Yeah, so that's the only thing I I. I Makes me not want to take that bet, but there's good value in it. Um, you know he's got all the support in the world, so I think that's going to help him a lot, help him out, and, and not having to be the main guy. Uh, so I, I think Kyrie's a, a, a interesting pick and, and one
1: to definitely consider. For sure. Uh, and then lastly, I guess uh, we can just hit on the rookie of the year. Obviously, we went pretty in depth uh, last summer on the. The draft and you know our predictions. Uh, one guy that really you know stands out to me in this list is Colin Sexton, uh, point guard out of Alabama, who sort of lifted that Alabama team into the NCAA tournament and actually won. I think they won one game or one or two games in the tournament before getting bounced. Uh, but this guy is sort of the the catalyst. I think that this new Cavaliers team needs, especially you know being drafted after LeBron leaves. Uh, he's he's going to be looked at now as the guy in, in Cleveland to sort of the the to turn this team back around. Because let's face it, Kevin Love has never been the guy there. He's he's been like mutually hated by their fan base since he he arrived there. And I I, I just like how this kid plays, and I, I think that. Cleveland has really lacked that true scoring point guard um, ever since Kyrie left, and this this is going to be his time to shine. They're going to hand him the team, and I I think that plays well into his rookie of the year um, discussion. Yeah, I, I think
2: it's a pretty, I think it's a good bet. I, he's a gamer, man. I, I it's so hard to like really define what a gamer is, but it's just someone who just you know enjoys balling out uh, weekend and week out, or you know you know each game so and you can just tell that the guy just loves playing basketball and he's going to be a focal point in that offense so you got to like him I also like someone like DeAndre Ayton Um, you know the Suns are kind of in a weird place no one really knows what they're going to bring to the table but he's certainly going to get a lot of playing time in that offense he's got all the physical tools to to be a dominant player Uh, so we'll, we'll have to see how he pans out he's at plus 375 right now uh, but definitely a guy that I'm interested interested in seeing how how he progresses and, and how he
1: ends up playing. Yeah, um, one other guy I, I wanted to mention really quick uh, was Kevin Knox. The he's a forward out of Kentucky, and I was really big on him in the draft, and he balled out in the summer league this year, and the New York Knicks are very very happy that they drafted him, and I think he could especially with you know the the question marks surrounding Porzingis. I think he could be another centerpiece for this Knicks team that really just needs something, you know, fresh and new to cling on to. So I like Kevin Knox at plus 750. Uh, And then, so, you know, we're not going to get too much on anything else, but as always, uh, we like to end on some buzzer beaters for you guys. So Grimes, you got anything to uh, wrap up with here tonight? I got
2: I got a weird buzzer beater. Actually, a buddy of mine, uh, Liam Stapleton, sent me this thing on on Usain Bolt. Uh, Usain Bolt's playing professional soccer right now. Uh, I, I'm <laughs> I'm blanking on exactly where, but he had two goals in his in his uh, in his most recent game, uh, and now there's actually speculation that there's a team in Italy that's interested in potentially signing him. Um, you know, for any of you soccer fans that are out there, one of the teams, and it's a big, it's a pretty big team as, as far as you know Italian soccer league goes, uh, Serie A. Uh, is AC Milan, uh, which is a, a big time team, they're right up there with Juventus and Inter and, and um, Napoli. Uh, so really interesting to see you know him being successful outside of his his main craft. Uh, but very interested to see if if he does get a contract with like a semi you know big team. I don't know if Milan will actually be that team. That's just all speculation right now. Uh, but really cool to see him him out there and and uh, you know. Put, put it to some other teams is using you know using what he's good at which is running really fast <laughs> running so, fast <laughs> thought, I, I thought I thought it was a pretty cool you know cool little story and uh, I saw the highlights and, and they're pretty cool so maybe I'll, I'll if I remember I'll, I'll post them to our Instagram
1: yeah definitely keep posted on our Instagram uh, I know I, I skipped this earlier in the intro because I'm a rookie but uh, if you're not already follow us on Instagram at end of reg uh, is it, I think it's End of Regulation. <laughs> and on Twitter, at End of Reg, uh, we have a Facebook yep, that's page right. that's updated from time to time. So, peep in there. Uh, post a couple few things there. Uh, let's think. Buzz beaters. Uh, oh, yeah. I have a quick shout-out for Alex Bregman. Uh, so, quick background yes. story. He, uh, Game three is tomorrow night uh, between Sox and Astros, and we're tied at one. And we're throwing Nathan Ivaldi, who had a a killer performance in New York in the ALDS. And so Bregman posted this Instagram story today of the Astros taking him deep uh, back-to-back-to-back earlier in this season when he was with the Tampa Bay Rays as sort of a, a fuck you to the Red Sox. But we all know what happened when Aaron Judge taunted the Red Sox last series. Oh,
2: shit. So, this was, this was not, this was not an Alex Bregman shout out. This was, uh, just
1: waiting to see what beast you just awoke. I'm just, I'm just saying karma is a crude bitch. Alex Bregman, just ask Aaron judge. Uh, especially when you're rolling out Dallas Keuchel, who was 500 this year at best. He has been shaky. Uh, I, I just wouldn't want to poke the bear in, in the fashion that Bregman did. Uh, i know that's just who he is he's a cocky little asshole but uh good luck my man good luck
2: consider consider the bear poked let's go Strows. tom it's been it's been real man this was this was a great little session to everyone all, all of our listeners take our picks we're bringing them every single week i'm seven and one just in case you forgot uh and we'll be back next week to uh to recap week seven of the nfl
1: yeah, so uh, hopefully by then we'll have our, our full crew back and they won't get kidnapped in Bogota. But, uh, you know, thanks again. I hope we did all right with just the two-man crew tonight. And uh, I-, I got a little hip-hop music to I play us out on idea. tonight, some some real hip-hop music. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, <coughs> enjoy. Real quick, Ali. Yeah.
2: Maeda.
0: Mm. Got me breathing with dragons I'll crack the egg in your basket You bastard I'm merely Manson with madness Now just imagine the magic I like to ask is, Don't ask for your favorite rapper He dead Yes sir Amen Shut He dead I killed him Amen Bitch and this is rigor mortis and it's gorgeous when you die I leave recorded and I'm it's the matrix in my mind I'm out the orbit you an orphan and a hairdresser combined I'm on the toilet when I rhyme if feed the shit then I decline I climax when you begin and then I end on cloud nine and that's important when you morph into an angel in the sky and don't be forging all my signatures my listeners reply and tell me that you biting style you got a hell of an appetite and I'ma beer for a while just buckle up before the ride or knuckle up if you can fight we always making them duck or die a suit and tie is suitable unusual suicide suicide I just might investigate this fucking parasite. He did. Amen. What they telling me? Aim it at your celebrity. This is studio felony. Farrah got me too many. and cool enough for the '70s, nigga. Payback's a bitchin', bitch. You been living in debt with me, Dead I'm all in, especially leave a call on his mother' voice mother, say that he rest in peace. Big old chopper, the recipe. Wrestling that's irrelevant. Rather rest at your residence. Whistling to the melody. Couldn't think of a better D. Better be on your P It's just me, J-Rock, Soul and Q. Solar system and barbecue. Nothing else you can do. He dead. Yup, yup. Hey, Amen. I killed him. Amen. <laughs> Amen. You got me breathing with dragons. I'll crack the egg in your basket, you bastard. I'm Billy Manson. Don't ask who your favorite rapper. He yep, yep. Amen. I know. He did. Oh, sure. Amen. Amen. Got me breathing with dragons. I cracked the egg in your basket. You bastard, I'm Marilyn Manson, Don't ask who you your favorite rapper. I rapped them and made them pass but I captured the likes of NASA, My pedigree to fly faster, fashion. How fast are we to the pastor? We all are sinners. Once you send us the Bible, study faster. Yo, hypocrites, reaction of blasphemy, I assassin my casualty, and it's casually done. And tell him my salary coming. Lump so 100 don't talk to me about no money. The sun is under my feet, and I come coming. Peace to compete, I don't run. If you rap the leap, my statistics go up in weeks. And I go visit the nearest creek, and I get busy? Yo, many many See, really ballistic. Anybody can see any assistance. Everybody to see some persistence. Recognize I be really too vicious. The permanent beast and the demolition breaking up the street. Better partition. Better dodge your T. Honorable mention. how of all you see, put my dick in the rap street. Everybody bitching and mad at me. Recognize kindred in the battery. And I'm charged up in a catastrophe. It's charged up in a tea. And Your fucks never gonna hassle me. And your luck just ran out. You see, he did. Yep, yep. Amen. I know. He did. Mosho. Got me breathing with dragons. I cracked the egg in your basket, you bastard. I'm Marilyn Manson. Don't ask for your favorite rapper. Yep, yep. Amen. I know. He did. Amen. Amen.